Pizza guys or girls, does your shop have a no delivery list? What houses are on it and why? Story 1. We had a guy and two girls order separately, then grab the pizzas and run. The girls had picked the food up and left while the guy was paying. After 30 seconds, the guy bolted. It was a $100 order. My manager, who's a frequent gym goer, leaped the counter and gave chase. The two girls had gotten into the car with the food, but when they saw my manager, they drove off leaving the guy. The manager chased him three blocks and was gaining on the guy when the girls pulled up and the guy got into the car. Unfortunately for them, all three of them went to school with a kitchen hand at the store, so we had names, jobs, addresses, and Facebook accounts. We contacted them all on Facebook and got them to pay for the pizzas the next morning under the threat of contacting the police. We also put them on the no delivery list. Story 2. I used to be a delivery driver for Pizza Hut. I used to work the Sunday afternoon shifts and would have the same man order a supreme pizza every week. I was always the one to deliver his order because most of the time I was the only driver on duty at the time of day. Alan was a nice quiet man who had a lovely front porch. One day I didn't take his delivery for some reason. Poor Marvin took the delivery instead on that day that Alan decides to open the door stark naked. Alan wanted to show me, a small redhead girl, the goods, not big black Marvin. Alan never got another delivery. Story 3. I delivered for a while in college and there were two we don't deliver there neighborhoods. The manager actually allowed it to be the driver's choice, but pretty much everyone said no. I actually had a friend who grew up in one of those neighborhoods and knew it wasn't just drug dealing and murdering psychopaths running rampant, so I said yes, and I delivered to these neighborhoods. One time I was delivering to an apartment that was part of a triplex or guardplex and some kid outside, probably like 5 or 6 years old, stuck his finger at me and said, this is a robbery, give me your money. I just chuckled and kept walking. While I was giving the person their pizza, I heard from behind me, The hell you think you're doing, boy? Don't you know he's the only one who delivers here? Then as I was walking back to my car, he was standing on the sidewalk. Mom several feet behind him and he said, I'm sorry. Story 4 Ugh, I am on the no deliver list for two restaurants because my roommate is a fucking idiot and can't do the math to save his life. He once sent a driver away after a heated conversation with a 25 cent tip. Unfortunately, I was in the shower at the time. It wasn't until afterward when he was explaining the situation to me that I realized what a moron he was. The bill came to $20.25. He gave the guy $20 and thought it was a good tip because we ordered two sandwiches that were basically $7 a piece, and a $1 soda for a total of $15, so a $5 tip. In actuality, the sandwiches were $7.99 and the soda was $1.99. So $18 right there. There was a 2.25 delivery fee. So $20.25. Unfortunately, the delivery guy spoke almost zero English, so all he could say was, not enough, to my roommate. And my roommate is an asshat who wouldn't read the damn receipt. He's no longer allowed to answer our door. Story 5. Yes, I worked for a pizza place in high school. One of my friends was killed during a delivery. Apparently, the husband had been in trouble before for domestic violence or something. I heard stories about the wife answering the door with fresh blood on her face, black eyes, and that sort of thing. A couple of other guys actually called the cops after delivering the pizza. Anyways, my friend shows up to deliver the pizza, and I guess the husband thought he had called the police a few nights before. The husband shot and killed my friend. Story 6. Worked at a Hungry Howie's Pizza in college. They're basically a cheap discount pizza chain. We had a few stores in a college town. Mine served the local college campus and the areas out west and south. These included the bad parts of town. We had a list about 10 or so neighborhoods or streets we did not deliver to because drivers had been robbed, one of which was a rather large government housing project. That never went over well when I had to explain it to people. They often bitched me out like it was my idea or called me a racist. We also refused to hire female drivers because of an incident before I was hired. 
A group of people made multiple fake calls throughout the night to different addresses until the female driver showed up. When she did, they kidnapped her and raped her for days. Edit. She lived. The cops spotted the car a couple of days later with four of her attackers in it. Edit 2. It was in Florida. Edit 3. Another story. One of her drivers was a kind of crazy homeless guy who had some anger management issues. One time, a dude pulled a shotgun on him while he was still in his car. He was having a bad day, so he just grabbed the barrel, pointed it forward, and floored the gas pedal. He also used to sunbathe in his white briefs in the nasty parking lot behind the store while laying out in old pizza boxes. Story 7. We had a few blacklisted numbers and addresses. Most were for people who wrote bad checks or would constantly complain or return orders or make threats. One address that was on the absolute edge of our delivery area, a business all by itself on the edge of town, got blackballed because people from outside the delivery area would give that address and meet us there. A couple of bad neighborhoods, including one that was literally six dilapidated trailers in the middle of a field, with a two-track going back to it, nothing but crackheads with pit bulls and roddies with no leash, were blacklisted too. Story 8. Let me tell you this. One time, I worked for this lady that owned Narden's Pizza in Atascadero, California. She was the worst person ever. No one ever worked there longer than a couple of months, and she just shits on everybody. She didn't have a no-delivery list, but what she did have that was even worse was her own personal whitelist delivery book that had every single good tipper in the world on it. Example, delivery boy gets back and goes, Wow, that guy just tipped me 20 bucks. The owner then writes down that order, name, number in her book. Next time the guy calls to order a pizza, she doesn't let anyone else deliver. She takes the delivery. No one knew this trick, and she just kept taking orders from all the newbies. I worked there for about four months and caught on after the first month or so. After that, I spent the next few months claiming that the horrible tippers were amazing tippers. I would watch her go to these repeat customers and come back with a disgusted look on her face. I would ask her what was wrong, but she didn't want to talk about it. Story 9 Before my freshman year of college, 2002, I was delivering pizzas for Pizza Hut in a decent suburb outside of Cleveland. I was the typical stoner, partier, easygoing delivery guy, as a little background. One afternoon, my manager requested I go change several hundred dollars for smaller bills for our register. As I'm leaving the bank after getting changed and getting into my car, I sense someone approaching from behind and suspect they're going to ask me for a cig. Nope. Instead, it's a dude with pantyhose in his head and a knife who demands the money I have in my pocket and my keys. I oblige and he ultimately runs off and tosses my keys in the parking lot where I can see. When I run into the bank, no one at all saw the incident. Wouldn't you know when they pull the footage there was sun glare in the exact spot in the window where my car was parked. The cops interrogate me and search the car but seem to conclude that in fact I was telling the truth. The manager even vouched for me saying that I was a good kid. Flash forward to about 10 years and I'm telling the story at a party and bam, it hits me. My manager, who often dated unsavory characters, set up the whole thing. Considering I was robbed in front of a bank in broad daylight and the busiest street in my town, who the hell would know to rob me? Especially since I hadn't put my car topper on at this point. Story 10. A co-worker and friend of mine got a delivery one night. Before he left, our manager pulled him into the office, gave him a pair of latex gloves, and instructed him to use them to put the money in an envelope. He was confused, but didn't ask many questions. He says when he got to the house, there was actual caution tape around the yard and a sign that said something like, Warning, infestation. He's somewhat of a germaphobe to begin with, so at this point, he really does not want to go up to the door. But he has to deliver the pizza. The woman who answers the door is grotesque and is covered in red splotches and potentially bites of some kind. He quickly hands her the pizza, carefully takes her money with the gloves on and stuffs it in the envelope and sprints back to his car. He threw a fit when he got back to the store and the manager felt so bad she put the house on the blacklist. He said he scrubbed his hands till they were red afterward. Thinks it was bed bugs or scabies or something. We'll never know. Story 11. 
I had a roommate that ordered from one of my favorite Chinese places around. He ordered, then fell asleep. Pissed them off hard. They wouldn't deliver to me anymore, so I had to go into the restaurant, speak with the owner, and beg to get him to deliver to me again. I had a code word that they knew that if I didn't give the code word, no delivery. My roommate was a piece of shit and stole all my pots and pans when he moved out. Story 12. Our delivery store has a woman who used to come in ever so often, or order delivery, who did not want black people to interact with her or her food at all. One of our drivers, a really nice old black dude, delivered to her, and she simply slammed the door in his face. Another time she walked out on a black cashier because she swapped places with a white driver who was originally taking her carry-out order. Finally, the manager put his foot down and told her not to come back or order from us ever again. Story 13. Okay, we had a really nasty apartment complex in one area of Sacramento. Totally a no. One night a new guy took an order and actually accepted one from there. I was about to call back and say no. I was assistant manager at that time, but running pizzas that day. When I come to two cops to pick up their pizza, they listen in and offer to tag along. I was dumb and crazy then, so we made the pizza and I loaded into my little truck and drove out there. As soon as we pull into the parking lot, the cop turns off all his lights and coasts into the spot next to mine. I woke up, start to spiel, and start listening to their story of this guy or that guy ordered it. I started to walk away and one of the shady dudes steps out of the bushes next to me, where he'd been hiding. Instantly, every light came on in the cop car, flashers, both spotlights pointing right at me. The cop's getting out of the car, fast. The dude steps way, way, way back. I walk back to my car and a couple of cops got an extra free pizza that night, and I got a great story. Story 14. I worked at Little Caesars when I was a teenager. On a really snowy night, one of our drivers got into a car accident and sadly lost his life on his way to deliver the pizza. The customer called in a little while after we learned about the accident and absolutely lost his shit that his pizza hadn't been delivered. When the manager explained the situation, he stated he did not give a fuck and wanted his pizza delivered for free. Needless to say, he got an earful from my manager and then was put on a no-serve list. Story 15 I delivered pizza in New Jersey. I went on the porch to see a snarling Rottweiler behind the door. Not a big deal. Happens a lot. I'm a stranger. The dog is just being a dog. The lady pushes him back. We do the pizza transaction. And as I'm turning to go, the lady said, Oh my god, he's out. The back door was open and the dog was charging around the house about to come on the porch. I quickly opened the door to run inside, but the lady screamed, No, the really bad one is inside. And I see a bigger Roddy just inside the hall, so I stick myself between the screen door and the rear door. And I'm trapped in an angry dog sandwich. The outside dog bites my calf because I can only close the screen door so much. Not much damage, but I'm bleeding. The manager goes to talk with the lady. It is like one-eighth of a mile from the store, or that lazy bastard wouldn't have bothered. And Roddy's are pinned up at back. As soon as the lady starts talking to him, another small mutt dog zips out the door and bites him on the hand. He made the call into no more pizza for them. Story 16. In the late 90s, I was still living in Detroit, and in between desk jobs, so I delivered pizza as a part-time gig. Detroit's neighborhoods have been rough for a few decades now, but the 90s seemed like they were on their own level. I won't say the specific neighborhood, but there were some really rough ones. This one house, though, this house was just in awful shape. I kind of figured this would be bad even as I was driving down the street to get there. Every other house, literally, was either burned out or very obviously abandoned. This one was just shitty looking, but I tried to be optimistic. I walked up to the door, awning kind of drooping over my head, and knocked. Almost instantly, the door cracked open, and all I saw was a dark hand with what looked like a Glock. Leave the pizza and walk away. I complied, obviously, and told my manager that I wouldn't be delivering to that neighborhood anymore. Still stuck around with that job for another six months or so, but that was probably the only thing on that level I've seen. Story 17 Delivered pizza in high school, living in New York. 
There were a couple of neighborhoods where we had to be escorted by police who were permanently stationed in the corners there. When you got to the building, we had to wait in the security booth that had bulletproof glass. This was all because people would call delivery places and just rob the people of the money they would carry, and sometimes the cars too. Story 18. I delivered to the dorms when I was in college, back before credit cards could be used to pay for pizza. In the largest men's dorm, we had a war with some of the residents, after they got pissed when we wouldn't accept an expired coupon for a 14-inch pizza order. So they kept calling us up with ghost orders and making life hell for us over a few weeks. So we stopped delivering to anyone in that dorm. As we were the cheapest pizza in town, that did not go over well with them. The resident advisors got every student in that dorm together and told them to knock it the fuck off or get kicked out. So we tried to deliver again and the same shit happened. So we banned that dorm forever. It was cool by me because those idiots would place 5 to 20 pizza orders and tip $2. Edit. It was the mid-80s and there was no caller ID. Most of the students used the wall of payphones we had in the lobby, but some rooms had their own phones. Regardless, there was no way of knowing who was calling. Story 19. There was an older man who suffered from dementia that would order four fountain drinks and nothing else from my shop, then would tip about $300 every time. After hearing about it a couple of times, I told my manager, and we all agreed to get in contact with his family, let them know we wouldn't take orders from him, and that they'd have to take some measures to keep him from doing the same with other establishments. God only knows how much money that guy gave away. Story 20. I was delivering for Godfathers in Memphis in 1988. We had no delivery houses as well as areas. We had one area smack dab in the middle of our normal delivery zone that was blocked out. It was a low-income apartment complex. We got a new manager. He was eager to up his numbers, so quickly changed that area to be a legit delivery area. The first time he handed me an order for that complex, I explained that it was a really shitty complex and we didn't go there for a reason. He accused me of being racist because I didn't want to deliver to the complex. The complex was all black. I was white and the manager was black. And said just to deliver it and quit complaining. Okay, man. So I drive it out there and walk upstairs to the apartment door. I knock. No answer. I look a bit closer and it is obviously a vacant apartment. So I head back to my car and am sorting my money bag and next order when I glance up in the rear view mirror, I see three bad looking dudes crossing the parking lot heading right for my car. I notice one of them is carrying a rifle. Holy shit. I crank up my shitty VW Rabbit, threw it in reverse, and hauled ass out of the lot. I get back to the shop and the new manager accused me of making it all up, and said he didn't think I had even attempted to deliver it. He says to go back out there. I say, no fucking way, dude. He insists. So I insist he come with me. He agrees. We drive back out there, he carries the pizza up the stairs, realizes that it is a vacant apartment, and quickly gets back in the car. Sorry, dude. You were right. It was a setup. We got back to the shop and he marked the whole area off limits again. Story 21. I used to deliver sandwiches to a shop. We had to blacklist this one lady who would call up last minute and demand 50 to 100 sandwiches for her meetings, and she wanted them delivered in 15 minutes. We explained things to her over and over again that this was not how it worked, but she still demanded her order. So when it showed up 45 minutes later than expected, she became a monster, causing a scene, not tipping, sending in complaints to the district manager, etc. This happened so many times and finally one day, she called in an order for 200 sandwiches and wanted it in 15 minutes. I delivered it myself and she took the sandwiches from me for her meeting. I sat there and waited for her to sign the receipt and waited and waited. Turns out she took the sandwiches into her meeting and booked the hell out of there, not signing the receipt. She then called her bank to cancel the charge on her card and called us in for fraud. She had the nerve to call up her district manager and said that we owed this to her since all of her orders were late. She was blacklisted after that and my district manager finally apologized for not believing me in the story.